Welcome to Dragon Talk. I am the well. This first of all, this is the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Dragon Talk is not those knockoffs. Not those knockoffs. That's right. Uh, I'm Greg Tito, and that uh, other person was. Who were you? My name is Shelley Mazanoble. What's up, Shelley? Hi. How you doing? Pretty good. We have a third, fourth person in the room with us. It's very exciting. Nathan Stewart, director of D and D, is here. Thank you. I got a, an yeah. applause, a rousing applause. Yeah. We're contractually <laughs> obligated to applaud every yeah. time uh, you yes. get introduced. I should uh, actually, it's full disclosure, everyone, uh, their uh, annual reviews are coming up. It's <laughs> part of your rider. Every yeah. time we mention your name, we have to clap. It's a good rider. Yeah. It's the only way we'll get we'll get paid. Is yeah. basically it. But, it's fine. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Nathan over the course of this whole episode. But first, we have some announcements. We have some things to get to. Feel free to pop in whenever you need to. <laughs> if I knew what you were talking about, I would. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. That's the funny thing. But Dungeons & Dragons Live from Meltdown is coming up very soon. It's on June 1st, 4 p.m. Pacific that is time. really soon. Yeah. We want everybody to tune in. It's on Twitch. Uh, Twitch under, uh, Twitch.tv slash wizards. Watsy underscore D&D. Go check it out there. Uh, you should, just follow us there. Yeah. That's actually probably the easiest way to make sure you're tracking it. But there's also a Facebook event on our Facebook thing, so do that as well. Um, it's going to be where you find out about the next Dungeons & Dragons story. You got some news to share there? I got some news so to when share. when people are watching, they're going to get some big news? Yeah. They're yeah. going to get it first. They're going to get it before everyone else. Like, literally, we will be sharing new stuff on the stream that nobody has ever seen or heard. Exactly. Whoa. It's going to blow minds. Whoa. We'll get to uh, more about everything that's going to blow minds uh, that when we talk to you, Nathan, because there's so much awesome can, stuff to talk about. Can today. I just and go then, ahead and, and reveal one of the secrets right now? Whoa, go ahead. Yes. You have secrets? We're having a black pudding truck there. Pudding trucks are apparently all the rage in L.A. Are you serious? Yeah, so we're getting one for the event, and so we're theming it with black pudding. Hello. Yeah. Wait, okay, yeah. I'm thinking and I'm still it's gonna, If you share the black pudding, pudding. it does double damage. <laughs> And it's actually made of acid and, and will burn your insides well, out? Well, that's yeah. newsworthy. That's newsworthy. That's and, you know, in California, they have those food ratings. And so, like, everything, like, the, you know, it gets an A, B. Like, this <laughs> definitely gets an F. No, <laughs> this pudding to, will kill you. It should get a D and a D. Oh, I see what you did there. That's a bit of a stretch. Wait a know, minute. Really? A pudding truck? <laughs> yes. We're talking about a pudding. Why, yeah. why is pudding so popular? In, in hey, look, I don't ask questions. We're going down to Meltdown. Meltdown told me pudding trucks are in. I said, great, it's a black pudding monster. A pudding it's truck? True. Yeah. Okay. Hey, do you want do you want to see a pudding truck? Yes. Okay, then don't question it. All right. Just There's going to really be some, uh, uh, some other potions and elixirs that we'll be, we'll be sharing with folks then, too. Really? Yeah. So maybe a healing potion. Hmm. What should that, what would a, a drink that's based on a healing potion be, have in it? Oh, green tea. Green, well, green tea, okay. Oh, what, about, what liqueur, like oh. Midori, like Midori in there? Mm. That's not healing. What about anybody? the blue stuff? Yeah. What is the blue, blue stuff? Cur- <laughs> like the, no, like, no, like the, the purple stuff, stuff no, in the no, Sunny no, D the, commercial? Where it's like... <laughs> no, no, there's oh, a blue not that liqueur. purple stuff. <laughs> I forget what it's called. It's... Tang? Uh, no, it's... That's dirty. <laughs> tang? <laughs> not poo tang. No. <laughs> you never saw that 70s episode when the mom's like, growing boys oh, need yes. their tang. <laughs> yes. I did. That's all I think One about every time someone says tang now. Yeah. That makes sense. Astronauts, astronauts. They made it. That's they made the tank. Where I went. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they're sexy. Those astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, D and D live from Meltdown. We're gonna have uh, some sexy astronauts there. We're gonna have uh, awesome. Chris Perkins and Mike Merles talk about the brand new story. Uh, and there's gonna be some. Are fun. you going? I am going. Are you going, Nathan? I'm going. Shelly, are you going? 
I'm not going. You're too busy launching Betrayal House on the Hill expansion. You got work to do. That's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll save some I'm pudding do for you. I'm going to my own event. Then. Matt Mercer's going. Matt Mercer is going. That's right. He's leading the well, charge. He better be. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of has to. He's Dungeon mm-hmm. Master, right? I yeah. hope he's going. We got uh, other people. I'm not going to say who because I don't know who we've announced yet. Hosted by Allison Hayslip. Nice. Do yeah. you know who? I know that Whisper she. Whisper it to me. It's, um, who else is going? Yeah. So good. Vin Diesel. What? No, what? No. What? What? No, no. I didn't, Shut up. I didn't say that. Oh, that's not. You got to. Now that's too kidding. much of a tease. That's He's a kidding. tease. Yeah. Right. It, we will not be fast and or for years during this, uh, during this event, sadly to say. But what else What else do we have to announce? Do you want to talk a little bit more about Betrayal? you want people to know about uh, uh, Widow's Walk? It's very exciting. That doesn't sound exciting. I mean, I can't. I, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming out. I was it's in a meeting like, the other day. Shelly was presenting to the execs, and she said verbatim, what she I? says, this is the most exciting project I have worked on in my entire tenure at Wizards. I yeah. Have, and she's been at Wizards for 15 years. That's oh, a lot like of tenure. And she's got the years. chance to talk about it right now. And you're like, yeah, it's coming out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 we've talked about it so much on here. Yeah. That I just, yeah. I mean, it's All right, fine. So, Go well, look at our backlog. We have copies of, in the office now. That is true. off the press. Yeah. We saw and those last week. That and look, was maybe the coolest thing ever. They look they really look good. good. They look so good. Yeah. They look so good. Yeah. Shelly did a little <laughs> when she opened oh, the box I and squealed. saw the tiles. Yeah. 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 I didn't want to open it. I was just... And then, yeah, right. And then they said it was your job. They told you me had to. to. <laughs> you have to open this. No, seriously. We have to do a quality check. Open it. Well, <laughs> it's true. Well, last announcement then is to go check out Dungeon Delve, uh, which is our uh, other uh, Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We remastered all of our old episodes with Acquisitions Incorporated. That is no small feat. Yeah, all thanks to Ryan. Thank you, sir. Welcome again. You also get a slow cap from from, from Shelly, apparently. (laughs) Well done, sarcastically. (laughs) His writer writer includes that as well. Yes, exactly. We've got lots of writers. He gets the slow clap. Yours was more enthusiastic. Nice. Uh, but we have all the episodes uh, no offense, uh, from the audio podcast that you may remember cut up into hour-long episodes. So you can listen to them on your commute uh, as well. All of the ones that were only previously in video form are now in audio form too, a uh, feature that many people have been asking for for many years. Yes. Uh, so now you can catch up with the story of Acquisitions Incorporated before their series, which drops this summer on a weekly basis. So uh, much. There's so much happening. It all uh, coincides with our brand new storyline, uh, which you're going to find out uh, at uh, D&D Live from Meltdown on June 1st. So everything points to June 1st as being lots of fun. Right? Yes. Right? Yes. Sorry, Shelly. I'm going to watch it, She can't it, comment. Yeah. I'll be there watching. Live. Watch it on the Twitches. 4 p.m. PDT, whatever that means. It's daylight time. Pacific Daylight Time. Pacific Daylight Time. Yeah, see, I don't like, because that just confuses people, so I usually leave the, leave the D out. Well, the problem is, I don't oh, know right. I don't know which one's daylight and which Standard. one's Yeah, no one, one. no one There's does the problem. There. Yeah, I know when it happens, you fall I've back, you spring forward. I just didn't know which one was daylight. Exactly. I got called out once, because I was like, PST, and they were like, it's actually PDT now. Oh, sorry, you had no idea what I meant. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> It was Bush, actually, who oh, changed it. Was Bush. Up. Yeah, Sorry. right. Uh, I only know that because it happened when I was working at a, a bank that had I had all these international people that I had to com- uh, do a meeting with, and it happened that when when the U.S. changed their daylight savings time date, it screwed it up because every country does it differently, 
And so I had a track like when this meeting was happening and it would be like everybody oh. would call and be like, well, I thought it was happening now. You worked in banking? I, I was yes. going to go there I too. I did. Yeah, seriously. Screw yes. the PDT time. Like, I, walk for, the, I worked for the Rothschilds. Really? Yes. Rothschild Investment Banking, private <laughs> Own corporation, still owned by the Rothschild family, a secret organization. Secret organization. Do exactly. <laughs> the Colonel with his weed beady eyes, <laughs> like those Rothschilds. Yes, yes, exactly. The lizard people that, that rule the world. Yes, that's those people. They, they, he was actually very kind. Uh, the, Known the, as the Meadow. <laughs> <laughs> we could do the entire scene from So I Married an Axe Murderer. Sorry, uh, if I you, had you started it. It's so good. So I learned that they do different daylight savings time in different countries the hard way. Uh, so this is many, many moons ago. Uh, I'm over in uh, I'm over in Paris, and we are leaving like day after Easter or something, and we're setting like five different alarms so we don't miss our plane and all this stuff. Um, but we didn't account for the fact that uh, daylight savings time was happening that weekend because oh. it had already happened in America before we left. And so all of a sudden we're like, oh, crap, we are going to miss our thing because it's, it's spring forward an hour. And we didn't know because oh, no. we already sprang. That's, I can't do that. Yeah, it was so stressful. Time travel, daylight savings. Ooh, yeah. my time travel. Can't do it. Can't do it. You time travel. Can't figure it out. We time travel on this podcast all the time. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Seeing as we have to be like, wait, this comes out weeks in advance. We have to like know. Wait, what day is this one coming out? This day is 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 uh, May twenty fourth. Hello, past Nathan. Yes. Future Nathan. Hi, Hi, future Nathan. Future Nathan. Yeah. We both went. Hi. Nathan is tiny. <laughs> well, I I'm limited in my vocal range today, so we're going. Oh, yeah. So what's, he, what's see, going Teddy on? Pen, Pendergrass. Is it Pendergrass or Grest? Grass. Okay. Pendergrass. See, you could. This song would be perfect for you in your low octaves. In my in my current Can you say, sexy Turn voice. off the lights. Turn off the lights. Oh my God! It's, it's like Teddy's in it. the room. It's got it. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do karaoke D and D podcast for the rest of the yep. thing. Let's take a shower. Let's take a shower. No more. No more. You can only do seven seconds before you get copyrighted. Do you want to hear a Nathan karaoke funny song? Yeah. So, also many moons ago, all of my stories are many moons ago Mm because I haven't had any good stories in the last moon. Well, you had a kid, so. Yeah, that does it. Um, So, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I was uh, was working on the Xbox team, and a friend of mine was managing Xbox Music Mixer, which was their karaoke software. Mm -hmm. And, uh, And we were good friends, sat right next to each other, reported to the same boss and everything. So he had a whole media tour planned before his kid was born. Well, his kid was born like eight weeks early. Oh, no. Like unheard of, right? Crazy stuff. So he didn't plan for it. He actually did plan for it. He, he planned perfectly. So the media tour was already scheduled, and they needed someone to fill in. And so I'm like, well, I'll help out. I'll fill in. But you had to sing karaoke, and I uh, kind of didn't realize that. That's oh, awful. no. And it was limited songs on the thing. So the only song that I could do with any kind of humor or entertainment value at all was Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive. Really? Nice. Yeah, so did I did Did you that. do it in like the cake style or like Gloria style? Oh, Gloria style. Really? Yeah, I, I think that would it. be hard. I owned it. And my best interview, I still have a clip today, was uh, up in Toronto with uh, Naked News and there I am singing Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive on Naked News. That's amazing. Really? Oh yeah. I need to hear it. Uh, yeah. Oh, this right now, Let's no, this go. is the wrong voice. As long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That's awesome. I did that. I did that at karaoke once. And I tried to do it the cake style. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was like, oh, let's do a shout out to all the the people who ever had their heart broken. I don't know. For some reason, I was drunk. I was like, let's. I'll, I'll do. <laughs> I did like a whole karaoke. Like, I was drunk. I had a time. Right. Girl in the corner. And then uh, <laughs> three women come up on stage and oh like God. started to do the song with me, and I was like, oh wait, I I wanted to. Do yeah, it for it. you, not like to, like a Were together they your thing. Dancers, no, like I never a, met them before. Might as well face it. No, not. And like then me. they started looking at me like like I was being rude by not sharing the mic with them. That's terrible. And it ended up being like my most like unhappy karaoke event because I started and sharing he ended with up them. Marrying one of them. One of them was Aaron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <gasps> and true. that's how we met. Yeah. Do you know I ran into Aaron? You did. Did she tell you that? No. Um, we we both live in uh, Friday, West Seattle. Uh, in the grocery uh, store. Due to Shelly. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. She was buying a bottle of wine and a pizza. That seems about right. Not. That, that's a Monday night. Yeah. Was yeah. she singing karaoke there as well? No. Was she playing Dungeons and Dragons there? Totally. Nice. She was with her friend, neighbor. She, she that guy nice. that had his arm around her. And, wait, wait, what? what? <laughs> Other good karaoke song to sing, Bismarck. Oh, I mean. Wait, Bismarck, like, uh, oh. you say oh, he's, he's just a friend. friend. Yeah, because, yep. I mean, you can just be bad. Yep. Have you, all right, now we're totally in, like, kids mode, but have you watched uh, Yo Gabba Gabba? And Bismarck is, like, a big part of that show. No. I'm fundamentally against Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, I've never really? seen it. Yeah. I love it. Although Casper Baby Pants, I'm all in. Okay. I like, yeah, Casper I can do. Yeah. He's a, he's a Seattle local, local guy. Yeah. Not many people know him. Who is Casper Baby Pants for our listeners at home? Is he from Soundgarden? No, he Presidents from of the United Presidents States. Presidents of the United States, yeah. Oh, wait, is it really? Yeah. Brian's not, what's his name? Pusa? Brian? Chris? Chris something. Uh, yeah, what is it? Chris, whatever. He also has another line. Like he is, he's, he's totally in on the whole thing. Now he's, he started with like the young adults, right, with Presidents, and then he went kids with uh, Casper Baby Pants, and now he's got like a, a Senior song. Senior citizens? Like, no, 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 like, uh, <laughs> like 10-year-old, uh, 12-year-olds. Like uh, he's gone the whole gamut. He's got really? kids though, Like what so. do you sing for 10-year-olds? We don't even know. Type yeah. stuff, maybe? Oh. Yeah, probably more parody stuff and, you oh. know, maybe leave out some of the F-bombs. He's very good. Yeah. He plays at Top Hot Donuts all the time. Yeah, I didn't realize it was the guy from... No, is it the singer from Presidents? Or mm-hmm. is it... Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm Now I'm mad that no one has told me that. Like, I've known about them. It's been a secret all this time. All, I'm mad at you two. I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, listen, I'm the one who turned you on to the book, uh, the Darth Vader uh, yes. Princess Leia book, okay? You've so. had kids longer than we have. You should have known this stuff. That's probably true. But, I, but it's a Seattle thing, I feel like, because I didn't know about Casper Baby Pants back east. There, the 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 God, if then only there was an internet or an iTunes where this data could live. Uh, None of that stuff exists yeah. in uh, in North Carolina. Or like you know. a Pandora station. None of those things exist. Sorry. Mm. Uh, but switching tracks <laughs> to what? Dungeons and Dragons, uh, let's. Uh, so uh, you guys don't actually talk about Dungeons and Dragons usually. on the podcast, do you? No, no. It's, like you guys just disappear. Hey, we're doing the podcast, we're and then you guys recording. are down here drinking. Oh, I mean, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. We pretty much we are the the Hoda we, and Kathy Lee of uh, the Dragon so Podcast. We've been called. <laughs> I'm Kathy Lee, clearly, obviously. Yeah, obviously. So uh, we like to talk to people about their their origin story, where they started playing Dungeons and Dragons, and nice. uh, someone on the Twitters uh, said, "Why haven't we heard from Nathan and find out where he started playing?" By the way, thank you. That was so nice. It's the first time someone's actually. Like made a special shout out to me uh, related to that. W- that was awesome. You know who you are. You know who you Thank are. Thank you, we don't... Nathan's wife. <laughs> With a pseudonym. <laughs> could have been. Could have been. She's big on that Twitter. Uh, origin stories. Well, uh, funny story actually. When I uh, so in my career, I've worked almost exclusively in video game publishing. 
Um, but when I got called for this job, I was so excited because what really got me into video games like hardcore to begin with was Dungeons and Dragons. So uh, I remember it fondly. It was 1988 and uh, my cousin Freddie. So I lived a kind of a weird life and uh, traveled around a lot, kind of like an army brat. So I went mm-hmm. to like 14 schools before I got to college and just moved a ton. And then uh, I went to live with my aunt and uncle for a little while and I was living with my cousin and he was much older uh, and very cool. I mean, very cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he and his buddies, they played Dungeons and Dragons. And so uh, I was watching at first just in awe, like, oh, my God, I want to be at that table. But then when he was gone, I'd always go through his crates and just start, like, reading through his books. And they were all, I think second edition was out at the time, but his and stuff was all yeah. AD&D, um, you know, because you don't always, like, rush out and get the new stuff. So it was all the AD&D books. So I had, like, the Fiend folio and, you know, and the, and the Player's Handbook. And, was, and I remember all of it vividly uh, well. And so I was just kind of going through, and I would, like, shop in the Player's Handbook like I was going on, like, some kind of you know like all you can spend shopping spree but I was funny because I was also like very much like oh I, well, I wouldn't have that much gold so I was like trying to see what the best bargains were so like oh, I liked good. a sort of sharpness better than a vorpal sword because they were almost the same but the short but the sort of sharpness was cheaper like I was ever going to get any of them yeah you're like the Walmart shopper of, uh, of yeah, yeah coupons thrifty, right I mean, yeah, he's yeah it was very thrifty yeah. but yeah so I started playing with my uh with my cousin and his friends and they, so they were let you play they let me what was the turning point that they uh i think that i just bugged them enough Mm -hmm. uh or your aunt was like come on yeah i think aunt Jeannie probably said hey freddie you gotta let me in and whatnot and so what was the the age disparity uh that was uh, a good 12 or 14 years Oh, okay. So they were, yeah, yeah. we were like in their 20s. So they were early 20s, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's mid 20s. I, I, I guess. could see that being a little bit like, I don't know if I want the 10 year Yeah, they let me hang out and do a lot of cool stuff. So, uh, you know, I mean, I did get to, I went to my first concerts with Cousin Freddie and did all kinds nice. of stuff. So, uh, so the D&D wasn't a big stretch, but I think the problem was they were kind of getting out of D&D. They were kind of getting more into video games and some other stuff right then. And I was just like learning about it for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they had two DMs, and I think Scott, who was the nice DM, Carlos was the a-hole DM. <laughs> Fucking Carlos. I know, that dude. He would try it. Always TPK, like he was always going for it. But so Scott, I think, was like, hey, Nate, yeah, come to the table. And so, you know, and and he was DM, and so he was being super nice, because here I am, like, a you know, first-level character, and they were all, like, super high-level, so he was having know. to do the extra work to kind of balance it out. And then he, I think he came over one time and, like, ran a couple adventures with uh, just, like, three of us so that I could level my guy up oh, a little bit and get credit. some gear. Yeah, so nice. uh, I started playing with them and I fell in love with it and then when I moved I lost my D&D party so I, I had to go to video games and play Bard's Tale and Wasteland and uh, you know all the Ultima and all that kind of stuff so I, I continued my RPGs just uh, just on computer and then kind of from then I was hooked on video games and lo and behold you can make a career out of that who yeah. knew well, back then no one right <laughs> so what did you always uh, carry that love throughout you know? oh yeah always Always, always. Actually, it's funny because I never thought of myself as like a, a an RPG gamer, um, except for no matter what game system I was working on or no matter what game system I had at home, like I was always like 200 hours deep into Oblivion or whatever. I'm like, no, I don't really like RPGs that much. I'm like, but you've played them all. <laughs> yeah. And for hundreds of hours, I'm like, oh, yeah. But... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm all in. Okay. Yeah. Do you still um, see but uh, yeah. So I've always, I've always loved it. I mean, 
I think in general, I think it's what, you know, like I've just got that, that uh, origin, you know, kind of fondness for it in the sense that, you know, that's what taught me even about gaming and the concepts and stuff. And number two, you know, it was just kind of a pivotal point having uh, my cousin kind of let me into the older, cooler thing or whatnot. So I think it always stuck with me like that. So, yeah, I've always loved Dungeons and Dragons. But to be fair, I didn't, uh, I didn't play three or three and a half. So I played uh, AD&D. Fourth edition, and then obviously now current fifth edition. But I never did, never did the middle. I was, uh, I don't know, stuff. Yeah. Always yeah. a player or DM or both. I've never done any real true DMing. I want to. I'm developing a couple different uh, um, adventures right now. I'm not developing the adventures. I'm taking other adventures and just kind of making them yeah. so that I can, you know, like tweak them and make them. I think I feel like a really high bar. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I think pressure-wise, I've always felt like, oh, I mean, I've stepped in and DM'd like on like a, a an ad hoc kind of thing before or whatnot, but like never like the full-on campaign. And then now that I sit, you know, ten feet from five of the best dungeon masters in the world, I'm like, sure, yeah, I'm the dungeon master. Totally, yeah, you just gotta jump in, right? Like it's that's part. Of, I mean, because a lot of people have that. Uh, uh, thing with dungeon mastering where you have to like know all the rules inside and out or you have to be like super uber prepared or you're comparing yourself to uh, uh, Chris Perkins or you know on Acquisition Incorporated or Matt Mercer in, in, in uh, Critical Role you just gotta jump in it's so much easier and more fun than you think it is gonna be yeah yeah, or Sarah Kirchy, or you, or Trevor. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, no, I think the part about it is that, uh, you know, as a dungeon master, I think you've got a great responsibility for, uh, you know, the, the kind of general entertainment there, and people are putting yep. their trust in you. And so I really want to live up to that. It's, uh, you know, with great power. See, you're already a good DM, though, because you recognize that, and you're like, I want, I want to make yeah. this fun. Yeah. So you're already going to be good. Yeah. And I want to give people, I think, something that's a little bit. Unexpected. You know, like my favorite thing uh, when I see DMs do this is uh, like I like critical failures almost better than critical hits. Yeah. Like if you roll a one, then I almost want to roll like the D10 and see which party member gets hit and where. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like you <laughs> swing, nice. you miss so bad, you, you actually take off the left pinky <laughs> of your cleric. Whoops. Whoops. I love that. There's an old uh, table from a, a Dragon magazine that was the critical failure table, and it's in I the, it. the Dragon it. Compendium uh, that was released for, for 3.5, I think. Uh, and my, my party five, my party used that all the time. It's, and it, it still works for fifth. It's amazing. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's because it's like you said, like, oh, yeah. you know, deal 1D damage because you hit, you know, your friend or, or, or you yourself fall down and break your weapon. Yeah. I love those. Where it's oh, like, I love what? the broken weapon ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome. Uh, I like the idea too of like shooting an arrow. Like if you're you know you're playing a ranger or something, you shoot an arrow and you roll one, and it's like tink tink. Ah! <laughs> How did it hit me? That doesn't make any sense. Maybe you should practice on kids. Practice uh, shooting yeah. bows and arrows shooting at kids. Shooting bows and arrows. Yeah, yeah. I think like my daughter or like strangers. 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 Yeah. No, the DMing with kids. You know, well, kids, because they're enthusiastic, they want to learn, they're a good audience, and they don't know all the rules. So if you don't, what if I practice on employees who just want to make me feel like, you know, I got a, a golf clap? I'm in. You're in. Well played. This has all been a dungeon mastering session yes. that we're beginning right now. I'm in. No, I, I think I'm close. Uh, to be honest, 
I think it's just because I like the kind of openness and fun, and it doesn't have to all be uh, combat for me. So I think the first like bona fide real adventure I'm gonna run is one by uh, Alpha Stream from the Dungeon Masters Guild. Yeah, and it's actually like a uh, Iron Chef competition. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's totally up my alley because I really like oh, to I gotta cook. Check that and one stuff. out. Yeah, so it's something kind of fun, something off the off the wall. Because I think that's the best part about D and D, right? Is like. You know, no matter what you like, I'm sure that there, you know, there's some version of it in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, and you can tr- put your own storytelling flair on on, on anything. Yeah, yeah, right, in any genre, and yeah. and uh, and make it right. Yeah, yeah. I like okay. the Iron Chef. I love Iron Chef. Me too. I love the the guy. Is is I don't know if, if Alpha Stream wrote this in, but is there a guy that bites a pepper in the beginning <laughs> of the adventure? <laughs> there is in yours. Okay, not in mine. But can I be, in that, mine, I w- can I be that player? Just in mine, in I will. In, in mine, I will tell you that uh, there's a secret. Uh, um, Passageway behind the tapestry, just FYI, in case. Oh, you're okay, good, good to know. All I'll right. do some searching. Do you know that guy, the actor that plays that guy who bites the thing? Actor. Is, yeah, he's an actor. Wait a minute. I know he's not the real chairman. What? He's in, he's in Agents of Shield, like actually playing like a real character. Well, that's such a weird role that they've just hired an actor to do that quick little. Just, I know, right? Yeah. In the in the the Food Network version of, of Iron Chef. Huh. It's not. Yeah. Sorry. I'm kind of. Did you think he was a real Iron Chef? I guess I never really thought about, it, but yeah, I just assumed. Sad. Hmm. He was also in Double Dragon, the, the actor. He was like one of the uh, the people in Double Dragon. Double Dragon. The only movie that might be uh, lower ranked than uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie. That's true. <laughs> yeah, the the, the, the ad- game adaptation movie that uh, nobody remembers because it was not very good. Although I love me some uh, some Double Dragon. The movie? No, the game. Oh, the game. Yeah. Two is better than one. And Bad Dudes. Bad Dudes. I had that for NES. Bad Dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Bad dudes. I um, remember because that was the opening. You put in the thing, it was like, I'm bad. <laughs> That's what they say whenever you beat every level. It was, I'm bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. a total, like, 80s <laughs> mock fest. It's yeah. the best. It's called Bad Dudes. Bad Dudes. Bad Dudes, which is totally like a, it was like a double, and dra- double dragon, like, takeoff. Oh, a yeah. Bit. yeah, yeah. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, kind of in the genre, but yeah, yeah. kind of. These guys were like the cooler, more hip version of the double dragon guys. Oh. Totes. Bad dudes, they sound cool and hip. So I'm going to be doing a, uh, a Dungeons & Dragons themed uh, uh, Double Dragon uh, adventure. I think that'll be fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You're like, what, do you see, do I see anything? No, but if you walk upstairs, you walk, <laughs> wait, I jump downstairs. Wait, I walk back upstairs. You're like, wait a minute, how many steps am I getting for this? <laughs> the person you nice. just fought dropped a whip uh, and a broken bottle. Would you like to pick them up? <laughs> These are your only weapons going forward. I pick up a rock. <laughs> Sweet. So, uh, so, do you ever do? Do you stay in touch with uh, with cousin Freddie? Yeah, I want to hear about cousin Freddie. Thanks to the Facebook. Uh, Yes, uh, yes, I do. I told him when I got this job at D and D. I said, I owe it all thanks to you, cousin. Seriously? Uh, Yeah. No, we do. He's uh, he's a cool guy. He's uh, uh, it was a fun uh, part of my life, and uh, I think I've seen him. You know, before Facebook, it was harder to see and catch up on people and stuff, and so. I would see him probably like every three or four or five years, but now I feel like uh, I see him a little bit more. He's got like five Facebook pages, I think, oh. because he was playing a lot of Facebook games and wanted to like send oh, himself uh, things so Freddy, in Farmville. Cousin Freddie's still a gamer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Aunt Jeannie is still a gamer, too. Like, Aunt really? Jeannie, I, uh, I posted something for, like, Leroy Jenkins, and she goes, Oh, my God, I love Warcraft. I haven't played that forever. Oh, no, really? Right? That's oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, Aunt Jeannie used to play Aunt some Jeannie. D&D with us, too. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, she would jump in there. That's awesome. Yeah. How fun. old was she? Was she in the like? How 20, old? Twenty years older than her son. Uh, so she was. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, at that time, she would have been, she would have been like 45 at that time. It was yeah. in the 80s. Oh, I, I, my mom was so, and still is, very anti uh, uh, Dirt of the Dragons as yeah. a, from the religious background. So it's still? always like. Still? He, I think she now knows that it is my livelihood, so she doesn't quite harp on it so much, but. I was wearing a Rage of Demons t-shirt. Oh, uh, wait, uh, nice. And uh, she was like, what is that? I'm like, well. Are you guys from the Bible Belt? No, my dad, my mom's just very hardcore Catholic. Um, oh. uh, Catholics don't usually have a problem with D&D because we're super into purgatory and things like that. Like, we're right, we're right in there with the Catholic faith. So many faith. demons. Yeah, yeah. If, if, you, okay? if you think of it as a story, but she actually thinks those things are, are, are real and exist and that demons exist. So that if you play a game in which you say... Beelzebub or any of the the demon names. That, Poof, that's that's get, actually not a, a demon in your house. Well, true, but like, but she she thought that by invoking them or using these spells that they would actually uh, gain power here in our world. You know, they not knowing that if, you know it's a fiction. Hardcore Catholics also. I'm totally generalizing here, but they don't like Ouija boards either. It's true. I think it's the same spirit, though. Um, my my but friend I'm just gonna probably throw, still. I'm just mad I'm, at me. I'm just going to throw it out there though. You, you know that we're not actually casting the spells, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Oh my! I do. You do. I do. I know that. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm not now, sure. Now I I mean, I was. You know, this question comes up a lot, especially when you're talking kind of more mainstream and stuff. And uh, you know, I mean, everything was some version of satanic, whatever. I mean, in the '80s. Even before D and D, rock and roll was the devil's work, right? Yeah. I mean, now video games, I think, has actually taken it from D and D. So video games are whatever you know. So I mean, I, I think that one of my life's uh, rules is everything in moderation, and I'm pretty sure that's yeah. words to live. There was there. one I, I mean, on that same theme where it was like comic books and everything going back. Crossword puzzles was the thing work in the twenties. In the twenties, yeah, it was like this the is the devil is so good at delegating. He really does, do and mostly through uh, yeah. you know po- whatever is popular in the culture at the yeah. moment. Although, if we're going to talk about the devil and crossword puzzles, uh, I think it's reusing a lot of the same words and clues over again. Because my wife oh, does yeah, crossword totally. puzzles, and she knows these random things. I'm like, why? She goes, oh, they use that in crossword all the time. Always, yeah. yeah they always have. They have very yeah certain ones. ones. Like if it's a three letter word that starts with an O, yep. like there's only three. My mom does a lot of crosswords. She yeah. taught she taught me some of those. Once you know the tropes, it gets a lot easier. What? I don't know your mom teaching you. It's not cool to have your mom. No, the work of the devil. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, the crossword, the crossword devil. She wanted to pass that on to me. Yeah. Well, we should talk to Mike Selinker, you know, about more about the crosswords. He was just on here. uh, Does he do crosswords? He makes crosswords, yeah. He does puzzles. That's kind of cool. I kind of wish I could. Yeah, I do too. Chris Perkins does that too. Of course he does. Chris Perkins does everything. Chris Perkins doesn't sleep. turn one out. Yeah. There you go. I'm pretty sure that Chris Perkins doesn't even eat. He just like Mork and Mindy like I, he know, actually, absorbs everything. He can yeah. eat a, an entire pie in like <laughs> just by looking seconds. at it. Yeah, yeah just by like yep. eating. Kind I love zoned. that we're increasing the legend of Chris Perkins with everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He can also uh, figure out the square root of negative one. Done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Divide by zero. He can do it. Yeah. yeah. And his license plate is X-File. How cool is that? I know. Yeah. Oh. I mean, how do you even get that? I was driving. You know what? He got it before X-Files even came out. That's how long his head was. <laughs> Whoa! He knew about it before it was X-File a thing. X-File was based on <laughs> Chris Perkins. We were driving. I was driving Chris Perkins to the airport after PAX East, and I had uh, Patrick Stewart on the Nerdist on my phone and just happened to be listening to it on the way there because we were. it was like 5 in the morning, and of course I was like, oh, let's not talk. Let's just listen. Um, and uh, they were nerding out about uh, individual uh, Star Trek Next Generation ep- episodes. And then Chris was just like, oh, yeah, I would do any of this rattle off episode name. And I was like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, no, I have all that stuff memorized. I'm like, okay. And I was like, I would do the one with the flute. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so. 
And I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. What? It was just like crazy. I was like, of course you know all about things that I'm passionate about in my childhood. Of course, that makes t- total sense. William Shatner, when he does the price negotiator, actually gets Chris to do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Ben just Folds to, to do a soundtrack for Chris Perkins one day. We can make that happen. Let's make that happen. All right, let's What do about it. your other guy, Pemberton? <laughs> Pendergrass? Pendergrass. You think he'll do one for Chris Perkins? He will, Why, yeah. why Ben Folds? I'm, I'm not getting that. Because he did the Priceline Negotiator. Uh, Priceline uh, Negotiator. Back when that character was first, it was Ben Folds was playing the piano and doing all the Are music for it. Yeah. Huh, didn't know that. In the background. Huh. And then they, they worked together and they did an uh, album. Uh, Chris Perkins and Ben Folds. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Let's just go with a guess on that one. <laughs> It's, okay. it's, it's hot. It's it going to drop. Happen. It's going to drop this fall. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it. You should being, drop like survive. you're not a dad. I know, right? <laughs> it's going to drop. You would that, was, that was my character, my DJ character. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm blowing your I'm blowing <laughs> yeah. your my cover. He's yeah. wearing the headphones. He's got a microphone. Well, the uh, uh, musical um, uh, collaboration that we were just talking about will also be uh, detailed at D&D Live from Meltdown. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I see what you did there. You brought it back around. Yeah. You like yeah. that? Yeah. All right. What well, else? you know who else is going to be there? Who else is going to be there? I'm going to be there. Sweet. Nathan Stewart. Nathan yeah. Stewart. Yeah. Gaston's going to be there, I'm sure. Yeah. So t- 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 tell the listeners about Gaston. Okay. So if you've never seen, well, actually, you have seen Gaston. If you've ever seen anything from Meltdown, you have seen Gaston because he's just like the Forrest Gump of like the geek world. Like he's got a little bit, he's got his finger in a little bit of everything. And like you're just watching the show and you're like, there's Gaston just walking around the thing. Like Gaston's BFF with uh, um, uh, the director uh, Del Toro. And, Benicio you know, del Toro. Yeah, it's like their BFF, and like I think the Gaston's like the Godfather, or he's the Godfather. His kids are or Guillermo. Like, it's Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so like, but just random stuff. Like I just have the feeling that like when we look back in history, you're gonna see Gaston's been like, you know, he doesn't even have an IMDb DB page because he's just been like in every episode ever. He's like the Chris Perkins, but for. Um, for Hollywood, you know, because he's his own meltdown for like 30 years. Everybody knows Everybody him. knows him. Everybody's come in that shop. Everyone, you know, all the comics have done their time back in the nerd melt room in the back, you know, all the nerdist stuff. So like, you know, yeah, Chris Hardwick's like, hey, Gaston, what, is, what should I do for such and such? And Gaston's like, well, this is cool now. Like Gaston just like is West Coast. Like, I don't know what the East Coast version is. Like, so when it's East Coast, West Coast, like, I don't know, like, if, he's I don't know if we, we, I mean, if he's Tupac, one. I don't know who Biggie is, but like, that's that's his level of kind of like nerd cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I think uh, uh, I I just love the fact that he. Someone told me this, and I was like, oh, he's way nicer than this character, but he is the basis of the character, uh, the comic book nerd from The Simpsons. Oh yeah, but like he's so nice compared he's, to that. Yeah, right. That guy's yeah. a little bit more like that's it. But he he is that guy. If you yeah. look at him, he knows everything and nope. he knows everybody. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you look at our promo for D and D Live from Meltdown, he's wandering around. He's in the back. wandering around <laughs> in the background. Totally like there's oh, Gaston. Yeah, Gaston spotted. There's Gaston. Allison uh, is just doing her spiel, and he's just he's the Alfred Hitchcock of of that promo. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. It's he's pretty funny. sweet. He just rolls in. He's yeah. like, blows your mind, then leaves, and then you're like, that was Gaston. He's got the music by Ben Folds. He's the one who's doing it. Yeah, he's going to, that album's going to drop. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then just being in the room at Meltdown Comics is going to be super fun because there's, like you said, it's like this this hotbed of where everyone goes to to, to get like their, their comics, but also just to talk about like what's going on in, in their world. Well, the funny thing is, like, we're shutting it down for the day, but I don't think anyone knows that. So I have a feeling that random celebrities are just going to show up anyway and they're going to be like, wow, I didn't know that they were joining okay. your D&D game today. And we'll be like, 
Yeah, they totally are. But they were just really popping in to see what was new. Yeah. Yeah, because you just... Tell us tell us what's going to happen that day. Like, take us through... You get there. What, what do we have? What do we get? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we're going to... So the whole thing is, the whole thing is like just to unveil all the new story stuff, right? Like, so we want to, you know, so the live stream starts at 4 o'clock. So we're going to get there in the middle of the day. And it's going to be all the boring downtime where we're going to eat pudding and tacos and boring. elixirs. Yeah, and, I'm going to dip know, my taco in Play the some D&D. And, you know, we're even going to try the uh, the Oculus uh, or the... Um, HTC Vive. Is yeah, be I think we're going to do that for the uh, Altspace VR and stuff. But so really what we're doing, though, is we're just getting our, our cast. We have not announced the party members yet, but we're getting together and, you know, just kind of getting them, like, acclimated to the story. You're not announcing the cast? until that day we might we might share some of them leading into that but we're gonna try and have some surprises so you I don't, know who they are though right yeah but right, i'm not gonna, gonna tell to your them. office after we're not telling yeah. you shelly <laughs> definitely not <laughs> telling you yeah because you're leaking everywhere yeah so uh so you know it's so like we're gonna hang out talk <laughs> about the the latest D story uh just set up all the stuff i mean i think in like a you know i mean it's in only like an hour hour and a half that we're gonna do the uh the live show for everyone streaming but you know yeah. a lot of a lot of setup going into that in the, in the beginning. So then... That's where you'll hear from uh, from Chris and Mike uh, yeah. talking about what... So Chris uh, and Mike's going to be on site. And actually, I think we're getting our partners in there. So, you know, the Neverwinter guys and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, our friends from Mighty Fine and from... We Love uh, Fine. Uh, we Love Fine. Is that their new name? That's their name, yeah. Yeah. It was Mighty Fine. It was. That's right. I'm old school. I want to make sure we got it in there right. We Love Fine. Sorry, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking guy, of, guy brand is yeah. speaking of that Gaston knows him from like 25 years ago really yeah I'm oh, like oh we love fine he's like oh yeah guy and Stacey like I'm BFF with them that's and crazy. then I talked to a guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, I love Gaston. Gaston knows everyone. Everyone. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, basically we're just going to hang out and, you know, look and be steeped in D&D stuff and, like, put up all the artwork and do stuff. You know, so, like, we've got the, you know, all the new campaign stuff is going to go up. Like, we're going to paint it on the back wall in the entrance, like graffiti. What? Somebody's painting it? Like, Somebody's live during the thing. We're going to have, like, a camera peeking in during the day and stuff. Oh, my God. And then, like, doing, like, fashion show. And, like, it's just, like, it's a whole what? day of just D&D campaign Taking over the whole store, like every inch that we can think of, and then at the end, wait, no, I'm not going to say the end. That's that's no. This is the end. This is no. Uh, so then we're going to go through all the stuff, and then we got the adventuring party, and so Matt Mercer and the adventuring party, we're going to you know give everyone the sneak peek at the new show that's going to be also you know we got the acquisitions Inc. show, yeah. But then we got this other show that's going to also be running along in the summer, so you can get like tons of Dungeons and Dragons all summer long with these cast members. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're Pretty in. Pretty cool, right? Uh, Pretty cool, right? And then yeah, after Matt's that, they filmed their uh, uh, comedy show that night, uh, oh, yeah. Nerd Melt. That, uh, yeah, we're going to stick around. And we've been told there's going to be like lots of fun D&D mentions in there and yeah. cool stuff. Who's performing? We don't know We yet. don't know. Jonah Ray is the host for the thing, so but we don't know who's on stage. But, but apparently when they're coming in, when they're casting them or when they're booking them, they're like, hey, D&D. And they're like, you know, and so if they're, if they're oh, big nice. D&D fans, then they're... And then they're booking them for that night and telling them like, make sure bring your they D&D. spool up all their D and D material. Maybe you need to have some of your well, material. Well, now you're really stressing me out. Uh, well, I'm sorry, but I'm encouraging. Okay, I'm gonna I'm start encouraging. and with the scripts from last script. from last week. You've got. You said you told me in all of our carpooling that you wanted to do the stand up again. Yeah, I do. I really do. Between all that uh, that time of uh, all those video games I have to play yeah. and uh, Dungeons and Dragons that I have to play rearing. and that child rearing I have to do. Um, well, you're 
male on that end, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Istro, right? I was yeah. Like, yes, go ahead, play with your dolls. Yeah. That's fine. They're fantastic. Yeah. They, they don't even they don't even need your help. They've learned everything they can from you. Yeah. Well, I, I, they don't know that they're actually just my my uh, stand up material. Uh, oh yeah. Growers. Wild they, they, have they, kids. They, yeah. Oh, nice. Exactly. There's no other. That's it. I mean, there's airports. We have remote controls now. We, you have a cat? we don't need a cat. I do not have a cat. That's another good piece of it. Our cat is actually a uh, oh yeah that's... an overlord trying to uh, uh, take over the world, and uh, he's limited because of course paws and no credit cards. <laughs> and so uh, actually, when Harper was born, uh, they formed an alliance because he saw her as a vessel. Yes. Yeah. So that the first sense. time we saw her and him in the office at the computer, and one of the credit cards was out. Mine was kind of like, what mm. is going on? What would be the first thing your cat would have Harper order online? Cat toys. Nuclear warhead. Oh. Uh. <laughs> cat toys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of that old Steve Martin bit where he's like, the cat dressed as me went to the bank and started cashing all my checks. <laughs> and I would never have found out of it except I went to his thing and there was a bunch of cat toys everywhere. And I hate it when they go under the couch. And then you'd be like, oh, wait, he's the cat pretending. Oh, it's... Steve, old Steve Martin bits are genius, and I want you all to go back and read them. I will. Read them. And watch June 1st, 4 p.m. Yes, Steve Martin is going to be there. Greg Tito. <laughs> you never know. That's the thing up. about Meltdown. You never know who's going to show it's up. True. He might. Alec Baldwin. He might. Jason Schwartzman. I no. love him. No, no, we're not him. Not I like him. him. No, I told him not to come. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to save him for another you told, event. You told him the event was June 2nd. No, I just told him. I said, Jason, I go, you know, we, we can't we can't handle it. We can't handle it. You know, it's just it's just too much if, if you show up. So, like, maybe we could save your, your particular oh. brand of humor for another time. He's no, I good. love him. He's when I saw him in Rushmore, I've been a fan ever since. Me too. Me too. Oh, are they? <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> These are OR scripts. <laughs> oh, are they? <laughs> I wrote a hit play. Uh, <laughs> so good. Yeah. I want to go back and, and relive my uh, 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 high school years, but in that uh, boarding school vein. Like, that's, that's, that's my dream. It's going to be like Ferris Bueller and Rushmore together. <laughs> Something <laughs> seriously wrong. There's no here. response to that. No, there's uh, no I'm response. Just... Yeah. All right. All right. I think we've we've cleared it all out then. Thank you uh, for for coming down here and talking to us, Nathan. You're welcome. Thank you to my one fan. Uh, you're you're awesome. Keep I'm, listening. I'm sure this podcast fan. will Give grow up to like ten fans. Ten yeah. fans. Ten fans. Where can they find you on the Twitters? Nathan B. Stewart on the Twitter. And you are dropping all kinds of uh, swag uh, pictures. I do give away random swag. Yeah. Uh, I do mostly pictures. Uh, every now and then I'll drop a picture of my adorable daughter in there, but mostly it's all just D&D stuff. Uh, Trevor and uh, Greg Tito uh, always get pissed because I actually leak things sometimes That's on true. there because yeah. I can. Um, so, yeah, if you want, uh, you know, you want D&D info, I got it. And if you want every now and then to, like, get the scoop, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too bad to follow on that one. But, yeah, just random stuff, you know, just uh, here you go. Here's the cool D&D dice. Like, here's a new this. Here's a... You know, here's who the next person we're going to announce on the June 1st event is. Yeah. I'm totally going to scoop you on it's, that. You totally are. Oh, wow. I know it. Yeah. And we don't get, to be fair, Trevor and I don't get angry. We just more get like, oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, we're we're not, talking about that today. That's what Nathan's mad. doing. Okay. They're just disappointed. No, not even disappointed. More just like a, oh. Surprise. Surprise slash, oh, uh, yeah. like a be, befuddled. You know, it's like. You get befuddled. Yeah. It's like when it's your birthday and you get a gift and it's got the holes in the side so you know there was an animal in there, but. They forgot to give it to you in time, and so you open it. No, and it's meant no, like a week don't go later. there. Don't go there. <laughs> You're like surprise. <laughs> I got hamster. 
That's nothing like what this is. No? It's really not at all. <laughs> it really felt like it was similar. Oh, okay. Did I read the room wrong or that you read, Yeah, right. Here's the dead cat that we were... It was a cat? Well, yes, it was. There a was, kitten, a, there was really. a cat in the box? Yeah, there was. And you let it out. Schroeder's box? Yes. No. Schrodinger's. Schrodinger's? Yes. There's no cat in that box. R- Ricky Schroeder's box? What? We're it's Silver Spoon. All right. <laughs> we all have Silver Spoons in our mouths right now. No, I'm out of here. You guys, I'm done. All right, you have work to go to. Go, okay. to. go right. make it happen. He's got Peace real out. Work. Thanks, real Nathan. Work. Bye, bye, Nathan. Thanks. That was awesome. Yeah, it's great having Yeah. Schrodinger's. Schrodinger's. Uh, yeah, I don't think we, we made sure that we knew that. That's our boss who is just... Grand boss. What? Is he your boss? Oh, he's my boss. Is he your boss? No. Oh, who is your boss? Liz. Interesting. Well, I mean, Wait. he's my director. Yeah, he's not your... He's my director, too. Yeah. But he's not your boss. He's your grand boss. He's my grand boss. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he... he like, spoils us. And, he, and I love how he, he leaves a room after dropping dead cats. <laughs> yeah. What? Seriously. What is with this podcast and the dead cats? Look at, look at you, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> uh, well, that was great. I'm we glad you guys animals. get together. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see that look on Shelly's face. Seriously. <laughs> I have a cat you who's do. home alone with a new dog right now. And you have your new, do- new old dog. God. It's like the new adventures of old dog. Right it is. Now. It is. This dog has been playing terrified of Zelda all weekend and was probably just waiting for us to leave him alone. Yes. He's like, come here, kitty. kitty You're like, kitty. No, we're going to make come this here. happen. <laughs> so uh, follow Nathan. Uh, he's at Nathan just B. Stewart. Do it. Just he, follow him. He does lots of uh, uh, fun stuff on there. And uh, he, he is, even though he's not my direct boss, he is my boss uh, for, for many, many things. So, uh, so, so follow Nathan and tell him how great we're doing. Exactly, please. Especially as our reviews come up. Yep. All right, so we talked a lot about D&D Live from Meltdown. Watch that uh, June 1st at 4 p.m. on the Twitch. I can't wait. Twitch.tv slash I gotta be honest. Watsy underscore d Or maybe, maybe I wasn't going to. <laughs> you son of a bee. But you totally sold me. I'm nice. there. Good. I'm doing it. I hope we sold the, uh, you know. I'm d- and I'm kidding. I, I was going to do Some of our listeners. Wrong. I was going to do wrong. Sure you were. No, I totally Sure you were. It's during work hours, so it's it's okay. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, done and done. Maybe you can sit down with your cat and dog and watch it. Together. I will try to schedule um, my two-hour lunch and my gym time around your schedule. Live, <laughs> your live stream. Thanks, Shelly. Just kidding. That really makes uh, warms the cockles of my heart. I'm bitter because I'm not going. Yeah. Well, you can follow Shelly on Twitter and uh, commiserate with her. Yeah. Everyone who's not going to the meltdown event. You should start up like a, a protest hashtag. Not like going. not at Hashtag. not at D and D live. Not eating black pudding. Yeah, really a pudding truck though. Seriously, I know. I can't. The more we talk about it, the more dirty it gets in my head. So I need to stop talking but about pudding. It. So pudding's making a comeback. Yeah, two hundred and forty dollars worth of pudding. Like you just get like a little cup of pudding. Yeah, how is that different than ice cream or some it's other dessert? Pudding. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't feel like it, I don't know. It's not as satisfying or gourmet. Or well, wait till you have it. Until you judge it. I will. Yeah? I will. What about the cronut? You weren't that, you know, there are all these. That like, kind of passed me by. Yeah? What about the uh, the beard papa? The who? <laughs> Who's beard papa? Who's your beard <laughs> the papa? The cream puff thing that was like all the rage in New York uh, one of the years that I was there. Was it people. filled with beer? Cream. Cream. Where's the beer coming from? Did beard. See- beard papa. It was like a, oh. uh, a, a Japanese thing. I'm not oh, really sure. Oh, I thought sure. you said beer papa. Maybe there's beer in it too. 
We'll do that. That also. I would have been. All right. So follow Shelly at Shelly Moo. I'm just gonna say it from now on. Thanks. That's it. I'm taking it over just from do you. Do it. Yeah. Fine. Uh, I'm at Greg Tito, and you can tell me how I'm doing. An awesome job. Uh, and then I can forward that on to Nathan. That works. Yeah. Yeah. We could. Do, we could just. That works too. Tag him in our responses. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, that always helps more people know about Dragon Talk and yep. uh, all about the wonderfulness of D&D. So please do that. And, of course, check out Dungeon Delve uh, for all of the remastered Acquisitions Incorporated, plus some other fun other live streams of, uh, of D&D that are now in convenient audio form. Go check them out there. Ryan worked really hard on that. Ryan worked really, really hard on it. So. And that's the only reason you should be listening to it. And if you need to compare us to Kathy Lee and Hoda, it's cool, man. Can I be like uh, Conan O'Brien and uh, his sidekick, which I, the name Wait. is forgetting me? Oh, man. It's Conan, not Conan. Sorry, I like to say Conan because it's, it's, uh, it's very fantasy to me. Conan. Andy Richter, that's oh, it. Thank you. I would be Andy. Yes. You'd be Andy? I would love to be Andy. Does it, can, can I be Conan? Yeah. Can I say Conan If you're him, correctly? then you can say it however you want. All right. Check out my weird hair. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Conan for you. That's my Conan impression. All right. Well, I think we're done for today. Really? What do you guys think? You think Probably. we should wrap it up? Yeah. All right. Thank you. You guys are the best. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.